Hi, I'm Joel Gould and welcome to another edition of NRL.com's Pearls Preview Pod. We're coming to you from the QRL studios in Brisbane and I'm here with um, Steve Renoff, as I always am each week. Steve, how are you going? Oh, I'm just... Uh... <laughs> I just flabbergasted. Can I use that word? I don't know. I'm just it's just all happening at the moment, Joel. Well, it's Tuesday afternoon as words come through uh, yeah. that Anthony Seabold um, is leaving the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, he hasn't at this point well, while we're recording this, he hasn't yet um, held his press conference, which is meant to be happening uh, as far as we know on Wednesday morning. So it it's clear that he won't be coaching the Broncos uh, anymore, Steve. Mm. And, yeah, and look, uh, and look, Joel. That, and that, I think the way everything's panned out, um, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll give it to him here, it, it's a sad ending um, for an individual, to be honest. Um, you know, and obviously underperformed from the team's point of view, but um, I, I just think that, yes, it, it's, it's sad that Anthony's leaving, um, you know, for him personally, um, but it just shows where the club is at, um, mm. that, that this is happening. Um, and, you know, we're... In a worst position we've ever been in on, on the table, um, but you know I, you, I think you can't lay, lay the blame directly on him when it's across the whole the whole place at the moment. The club, mm. you you believe a, a full independent review, even despite the fact that he's leaving, should be done at the end of the season With, by someone outside of without a doubt club. How should that unfold? Because they've done in, <sighs> internal reviews in the past. Oh, well, we all know what happens in internal reviews. I mean. You know, it's just it's just a joke when when a, an organisation like that says, "Oh, we're going to do an internal review." Well, please, we all know what happens there. Um, you know, they, they'll pick a couple of scapegoats and they'll be resold, but they they probably weren't the big part of the problem. Mm. Um, so you, you know, someone needs to say, "Well, you know, get 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 all the members, all the all the Bronco um, members and." Um, let Russell rally to get an independent review. You know, no, let's do it in numbers because if it doesn't happen from an independent, it's just going to be a, a roar. It's a results-based business, Stephen. The Brisbane Broncos, I, I know, cannot be fifteenth with five rounds to go and no hope of making the finals. Whoever's in charge of that at that time, which is Anthony Seabold, can't survive. It's no. it, the history of the clubs. It's makes that clear yeah exactly and you know and as I said that's that's unfortunate for him it looks like that's going to happen but um, I, I think there's a few other things at play there um, as well where um, you know we can go back to you know a rookie coach um, signing a five-year contract how, how did that ever happen mm. well the bottom line is Steve as far as I'm concerned is the players didn't embrace he talked a lot about a game model well they yeah. didn't embrace it they didn't know no. what it was and they were never able to enact it for any length of time no, at all. It's n- not at clear. All. I mean, even in a game of football, they can't last more than 60 minutes most of the time since we've come back from the enforced break. We, we've yeah. hardly seen them play a full game of football yeah. where they've been in the game for the whole time, except against Canterbury. And that wasn't a great game of footy, by the way. No, was it, pretty, it wasn't. And, you know, they can- won it, but, geez, you wouldn't hang your hat on it. Well, that was that was, that was was virtually a clash of the, the... And still could go. It's still going to be a clash between the wooden spooners out of those two teams. Well, Steve, you're writing your column this week on who you think we should be coach. We know who that is. Um, we'll, we'll let you uh, explain why, but Kevin Walters is the man. It's his time. Yeah, I, I think it is, and this, this is my fear, is that I think the club, there's a fair percent uh, rate that they're, they're going to make the wrong call again and, and not select Kevin. 
I hope that I hope I'm wrong there, but um, for a lot of reasons, to have Kevin back will just give. I think that'll just give the fans and the community a boost as well. Mm. Um, it, it'll definitely boost the group, uh, the playing group, which is the most important thing, um, because you know a lot of those boys have had Kevin in and around that. You know, what has been coached at the club uh, while Kevin's been there, and and Kevy knows the true history of the club. You know, um, so. You know, winning five grand finals uh, at the club, you can't tell me he's he doesn't wear the DNA of the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, well said, Steve. You, you know. Yeah. Well, tumultuous, tumultuous times for the Broncos and hopefully for the club. It can prosper in the future and the, the new coach can take the club back to where it belongs, which is certainly in the, the top eight at the very least and, and the top four. Is, the, is meant to be the benchmark. Uh, <clears throat> this Broncos team's on track, unfortunately. They've, they've lost six in a row. The, the worst the Broncos have ever done in a row is eight. Mm. But uh, when you look at some of the Broncos' worst losing streaks, they, they were coming out of the back of origin football. Yeah. Where they um, were second or third place on the ladder and lost a lot of games and then still made the finals. And yeah. even the prelim final in one of those but years. See, so this is different because yeah. this losing streaks come on the back of a lot of other losses and a win. Yeah, exactly. One, 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 one win in amongst all of that. Yeah, so it's it's a disaster. I mean, if they don't beat the Roosters or the Pan- and and all the Panthers, they're going to have the worst losing streak in Broncos history. Equal. Well, that just doesn't look good, does it? At the moment. <laughs> no, it doesn't don't look like, likely. Doesn't look likely. No. Well, what we will do, Steve, is preview the round. First up, we've got Parramatta um, hosting the Rabbitohs um, on Thursday well, night. That's going to be a cracker of a game. Uh, Gagai's back for the uh, Rabbitohs. He replaces um, Stephen Masters. Yep. Um, Alex Johnson's got that head knock that he suffered um, when he got walloped last week. Uh, late, and Corey Allen's on the wing. And Liam Knight's back. So that's... Good ends for South Sydney, but let's talk about that performance oh, oh. by South Sydney. They absolutely obliterated yeah. Manly, blew them away in a, in a way I've not seen from well, South Sydney in a long, we long all, time. We all went, we would have went into that game expecting it to be a lot, lot closer. <coughs> you know, even though Manly's depleted, um, we would have thought there was going to be a lot closer. But they just, as you said, they dismantled them. Juicy played some really good rugby league, um, and they were very precise with what they did. And you know, they didn't take the uh, the foot off the accelerator either. They certainly didn't. Adam Reynolds' kicking, goal oh. kicking is just amazing. He kept slotting them from the sideline. Campbell Graham, amazing. Yes. Latrell Mitchell, lovely touches. Oh, it just, you know, I, I love where Latrell's at at the moment because, you know, everyone's expecting him to, to run these, you know, 60 metre tries and bulldozing tries, but how many assists has he been involved with in the last few weeks? Just, It's just great to watch. Mm. Um, some of his precise passing shows just shows he's got a good vision, um, you know, of rugby league. With some of those passes, mm. you know, that alone that those you, you put the try down just to the pass um, that he's delivered. Exactly. There, there are some people that don't understand rugby league yeah. that say he's having he's quiet. He's not he's, like because he's right. not making all these meters. Exactly. They don't understand football no. because. The thing about Latrell Mitchell is, and, and these are the things I liked about his play too, was he, his his great chase gave yeah. him that intercept try. 
And that pass he took off um, the the forward that's going great, Mark Nichols. Yep. So Mark Nichols just says he's going to ground and then uh, yeah. falling backwards, he just pops it and Latrell sprints in and gets it and yeah. scores. Only he could have done that. Uh, his selfless play. Um, oh, and that, that, that's th- the thing with him. I, I think he makes others look good. He does, and that's yep. It's been a transition from when he started. He was he he was a little bit younger, but I'm talking maturity here in game sense, where he was all about himself. You know, he he was scoring tries, and that that was his role, um, and that was his role as a centre. But now he, he's playing more of a team game. That's exactly what Wayne, a coach like Wayne Bennett wants. Yeah, fantastic. I really love the way he's playing. There's so many good things about South Sydney's play the other night. Just about everywhere across the field. Murray, Burgess, Totola, he's going great. Sewer's going gangbusters. Yeah. And Patrick Mago is reborn. Yeah, what about that? And he couldn't get a game at the Broncos last year. I was going to say, you know, Sewer, um, Mago, ex-Broncos. Yeah, they were Broncos. Um, Seabold didn't have any use for him last year and yeah. let um, Sewer go. Didn't play Mago. Mago yeah. looked um, depressed last year when I was looking at him. He looked down. Now he's playing like uh, we all knew he could. Well, that's the thing, and that just shows there's got to be a lot of things coming. This is going back to the review to show players lost solely because the feeling at the club. At the Broncos, at the yeah. Broncos. But they've gone down to Souths and, and, and prospered, prospered under, yeah. under Bennett. Okay, the the um, the Eels, <laughs> Eels beat the Melbourne oh, Storm 14-0, and they've been written here? off since then because they, they weren't impressive enough. I, I didn't think it was too bad. Well, the Melbourne Storm did have a lot of blokes out, but the, the Eels kept them to nil. Isn't that funny? I reckon that great result for the Eels, and as a coach, you've got to be happy, but isn't that that expectation that 14-0 wasn't enough for some people? <laughs> I'll take that every day, standard. Especially against the Melbourne Storm. Exactly. Uh, I don't know why people are upset with that, but uh, I thought good on them. They, they you know, to, mm. to beat a, you know, a, a Craig Bellamy, as we coach team and we talk about you know usually the players and they do they they still stood up but um they just didn't get the points on the night no well i think it you know the bulldogs there used to be a term for them we used to say that they won won ugly a lot of the time they grind you into the ground even though they didn't play that fantastically well i don't think it's a bad thing for the eels to win ugly like okay it wasn't pretty they weren't at their best they still beat the storm like wouldn't it be better to beat the storm playing poorly yeah, and then have a great game against um, the Rabbitohs Rabbits, yeah. at almost at full. Well, sorry, they're not at almost at yeah. full strength, but you know they're they're getting no, pretty, look, pretty it, good side together. I, I I thought that was a good win by them to be honest. So I don't mind, as you say, Joel, with the way they've been playing, to have an ugly win's not a bad thing. No, I, I I'm tipping the Rabbits though. Yeah, me too. I just I just think the, how they performed last week, they gained so much confidence. Um, like to see them go on a bit of a run. Mm. Okay, um, the uh, Dragons are hosting the Titans, who the Titans lost to the um, the Raiders last week, and, and the Dragons beat the Broncos 28-24. I'm loving the work of um, uh, Ravalawa on the wing oh, and yeah. Lomax in the centres. How good are they going? With, uh, with Dufty uh, throwing the beautiful passes. Um, well, they are, mate. And that um, Ravalawa, geez, hard to stop. And oh, poor old Darius wore the inside of his hip. Was a Fijian um, sidestep that one. Oh gee. Anyway, <laughs> it uh, got his head on the wrong side. He's lucky. I, I just I thought he's got be gone after that hit because he's actually got his head in front of him, and he just copped the full belt of it. And oh I was like, yeah. Well, he's wearing that Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, oh, and I thought bandage. I, I was I was surprised Darius got up. So, but uh, he did, and that shows how tough he is. 
Um, but yeah, what Lomax, a massive fan. How how good's his been, year been? Uh, amazing, he's great a class kicker. Act, yeah. He is a class act. I really liked what I saw from the the spine of the Dragons. Dufty's just gone yeah. ahead and leaps and bounds, creating tries, scoring them. Clunes uh, got a good head on his shoulders. Corey Norman had his best game in a while, and the Ben Hunt is um, going really yeah. well at hooker. So there's a lot to like there for Dean Young, who had a, a, a win to start his Dragons. Yeah coaching career even though he's not the uh, full-time coach he's just filling in at the moment um the titans on the other hand um well they were in the game for a while but the raiders uh blew them away ultimately although the the, the titans were were gritty i must say the lot to like about them brimson four line breaks yeah Oh, right. look, he's on Fogarty fire. went well until he got <laughs> roped in by yeah. uh, Papali in one of the great plays <laughs> that we'll ever see, a prop forward running 60 oh, metres. Oh, no. You, you never want to be that player to get nail tapped by a front rower. <laughs> no. Well, but Papali, you know, what an effort. And that's that's what you want. That's what that's what certain teams in the comp are lacking, is that effort by a big fella like that. Yeah. Oh, I really loved um, what Papali did there. But um, Fogarty was pretty good today. He spoke to the media yeah. said that um, he's thinking of throwing his phone away because he's been copying a deluxe uh, <laughs> from people having a go at him for getting uh, run down by Papali. But the fact is that Fogarty's been a success story for oh, the Titans. Amazing. Uh, he, he coming on. I, I saw him play in a game for Burley, in a trial for Burley at the start of the year, and, you know, against East and, um, you know, He's all class, and he's showing that at the next level. What I love is his running game. I think, yeah. um, look, I'm not, look, I see it with my eyes. I, I, I think I'm not big on stats, but when I, when, I, when they back up what I see, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. And uh, he's seven of the last nine games, he's run for over 100 metres. That, that's pretty good for a halfback. That is, and, you know, that, that shows he, he's, he's got the confidence and he's backing himself. And there's a lot of halves running around the moment that aren't there at the moment. Um, who you know? So he's he's actually latched on that very quickly, uh, really as a, a rookie coming into NRL. Um, he's latched on that, so that means he's he's carrying a lot of confidence. Yeah, I love that aspect of his play because he's also good organising. Does a lot of the kicking, so that's really impressive. Very very yeah. impressive, really. Ash Taylor's back from a um, a quad uh, strain from last week, so. That's a big in for the um, Titans. Who did they? They've lost, haven't they? They've lost someone. Did they lose someone last week? Well, yeah. Um, Nathan Peets has yeah. got a calf yeah. injury, so Mitch Rain comes in for okay. him. Um, so that's who are we tipping here? So I'll, I'll have to go to the Dragons. Unfortunately, I'd, I'd love to see the Titans, um, but once again, they showed last week they just that drop off in the you know at the back end of the game. Yeah, they find it hard to put the finishing touch mm. to some promising uh, raids. Yeah. Like Brimson, like when you make four line breaks in a losing team, that's that's really good. But unfortunately, sometimes he doesn't have the support in the right place for the Titans to make the most of those breaks. Okay, the next game uh, that that's Friday night, um, the, the blockbuster Friday night. The SCG is the Roosters versus the Broncos re, uh, rematch of the 2000 Grand Final. Uh, the Broncos won that game, but uh, if they win this one, they're going to be making a lot of money for anyone who ever puts a lazy couple of hundred on them. Because yeah, well, I think they're paying about eleven dollars. Are they? The geez, geez, when's the last time the Broncos team been out there? But I couldn't tell you. But uh, look, uh, I, I I can't see the Broncos unfortunately coming getting near the Roosters. Um, to be honest, and it's down there. Look, this used to be a game back in the day. 
Um, you know, we go down there confident, play it, usually played it on the uh, uh, Easter Friday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, we used to go there confident we we're going to win, so we could have a good night out. <laughs> well, you used to tell up the roosters in the nineties, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, we did. I shouldn't laugh about it. Sorry, Nick. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, we did. So as I sort of said, we used to we used to have this game on uh, Good Friday, and uh, most most years. And uh, yeah, we were always looking forward to. It. Well, I think we had to wait till midnight though before we get to go and have a drink somewhere. <laughs> I well, think everything was shut till midnight. Is that a good Friday? It's all shut till till midnight. And then it opens. Yeah, that, in down there, did you? Yeah, in Sydney. <laughs> Where'd you used to go? Oh, dear, child, you don't want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine after midnight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can't. We can't tell you that stuff on a Good Friday. That's that's blasphemy. Okay, Steve. Rightio. Well, um, let's have a look at the Roosters now. Last week, I, I went back and had a look at the first twenty minutes of the game. My goodness, Jerry Hargreaves and Taukei Aho absolutely ripped the West Tigers apart. Yeah. Those two blokes in tandem, uh, they are dynamite. And it doesn't get any easier for the Broncos because Tupu's back in on the wing <laughs> and Boyd Cordner is back. Oh, gee, it's, it just doesn't... It, it's like the perfect storm, unfortunately, for the Broncos. And I'm going to be too hard on the Broncos. You know, They played well last week. They did. Yeah. Peter Jennings done a good job. He's done a really good job with this team. He, he, made, a two po- games. he made a point, too. He talked about... Um, he did. I think he did mention about them enjoying it a bit more. So he obviously, being an assistant coach, you just, you just go with what the head coach... Well, he obviously went with the head coach, but... I, th- I think he. T- I'm think. I'm sure he talked about having them relax. Mm. And um, and look, it showed. They they, did, they played a good game of footy last week. They were unfortunate not to get the win. But um, you know, I, is that uh, going to get them anywhere near the Roosters? I don't think so. Especially with Cordner back, and uh, as you said, you know, JWH. Um, yeah, well, he's just warming up now. This is where he comes to the party this time of year. Uh, How Greaves? Uh, he's he's. I think he's right up there as. You know, he's he's got to be in the top three props in the world. Why did we never buy him up here? I, 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 I always said that. Well, Taukeaho <laughs> is the one I I always thought the Broncos should look at. I think uh, he's the perfect sort of um, middle forward for the Broncos. I think, I think Isaac Lou's another one. Look at the three of them; they're all fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, like they, they, put it this way: you'd rather have Jared Rea Hargreaves and Taukeaho than offer Hengawe and Reese Kennedy in your team, wouldn't you? Yeah, you know. But. Uh, there's a lot to like about the Broncos last week. Dearden, Staggs, and Carrigan, yeah. all fantastic. Um, they, they probably didn't deserve to be in a losing what, team. What, Great try just, by Staggs. What about Staggs' try? Mm. It just, just shows. That's what I love about him, you know. And my partner says, oh, you've got a bit of a love thing, lo- uh, bro love going on there with him. Because I just love the, I love his strength and the way he plays, you know. But he showed that in that try, how he just... Shrugged off Aiken. Aiken. Well, he gave oh, don't tra- argue. Don't, don't argue. Sorry, he was, don't argue. He's like, he's like dropped him on his back. And, yeah. just like, and then he shrugged off whoever got him around the neck. I thought, well, they got him. It was Clune, I think. Yeah, so Clune. he shrugged Clune, I think. And then, but before that, he gave Big the, don't uh, argue. Aiken. Oh. Yeah, wow. And a great dummy. Uh, so oh, that was a great try. Okay, well, Sean O'Sullivan, big news for the Broncos. Oh, yeah. Sean O'Sullivan's back at number six. Milf's still out with a, um, a, a hamstring injury. So he plays his first game in a year. Looking forward to watching him play. And also Brody Croft's on the bench as the hooker. Okay. Bench hooker. The thing is, um, did no Sullivan? Did no Sullivan. A lot of inexperience. Um, and look, you're trying to be positive. It's great O'Sullivan's back. But, yeah, that's, that's just a broken half again. 
you know the halves will be just been in and out, in and out. Mm. Um, that that to me doesn't augur well for them um, in this game. Well, they're good players, they're good young players, but um, O'Sullivan's been out a while, and now he's coming back together. Um, you know, with another inexperienced half. Yeah, well, Hutchison and Flanagan aren't that experienced for the Roosters, but it's who they've got around them that's the, yeah. the, the difference. Yeah. I think the Roosters in this one. Yeah, definitely. There's no way the Broncos can win that. I wouldn't have thought. Uh, it's, it's a shame to have to say that. About oh, the it is. Oh, There's no way it hurts they can me every, win. It hurts me every time we talk about it. That's, I'm, you know, you think Anthony Seabold's over the year. I, I just want it to end. Mm. <laughs> well, the thing is, I can't. You, you, we can't visualise how Brisbane could beat the Roosters. No, you just can't. No, 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 I don't think we're being harsh. No. Okay, uh, the Warriors are hosting the uh, Knights at Scully Park in Tamworth, where I've watched many a game of football. Uh, I've watched the West Tamworth Lions and the, and uh, play many many games there at their home ground over the years. Uh, the great Tony Lachusa used to coach um, the Lions, and he was a very successful coach and a very good artist as well. Yeah. Uh, Tony Lachusa. Uh, um, shout guitar. out to him. No, an or, or, artist. No, he was a painter. Uh, Okay, yeah, I thought yeah. Tamworth had guitar or something. Oh, well, you probably can. <laughs> no, I don't know, Chus uh, is a pretty uh, well-known character, actually, in rugby league circles down around the yeah, yeah, group, okay. group four area. Yeah. yeah, very good coach. But I watched many of his um, teams uh, perform at Scully Park. And uh, this will be great for the Tamworth public to be able to watch yeah. this game. And the, uh, look, Todd Payton's doing oh. everything he can to make sure he gets that North Queensland job because he's just doing an amazing job with, with, the, with the Warriors. Who, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Um, you know, I I didn't back them last week. I I, I think I backed against them, um, mm. but they just keep popping up with these wins. And they and they, what last week was a good tough win. Oh, it was outstanding. Nick Arima, how good's he going? Oh yeah, well Cody, uh, he's been massive for him. And you see when he was out there that um, you know they missed him, um, but he can He's he's an absolute blinder last week. Okay, Chanel Harris Tavita's back. Um, <laughs> Torhu Harris was playing in the halves last week. He goes back to oh. back to the forwards. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and the the Knights, of course, just ground out a win against um, the Cowboys, but lost. Um, they lost Blake. Yes, I've had a mental blank there. <laughs> Blake uh, Green. Blake Green. They lost Blake Green. Terrible season-ending yeah, injury. No, terrible for him, you know. He, he made that transition over and um, he would have been... Oh, geez, he would have been looking forward to this match, wouldn't he? So Mason Lino's in there uh, at number six to partner Mitchell Pearce. Nari Tuala's going very well for uh, the Knights in the centres. And Callum Ponga, obviously, is the key for them, uh, as per usual, because the, the forwards are doing the business. Um, a bit of a grinding old win in, oh, a, in a howling I'll, gale. I'll, I'll say... Um, as a coach, I would have been disappointed because mm. um, they did grind a win, but they struggled at times to find that try line. It's mm. not like they went back a couple of years, and um, I don't know what was going on. They had had a lot of opportunities in their own quarter to, to you know, get, but it was just like they lost their way there for a, a fair period, mm. and they couldn't get over that try line. You do that against the Warriors this week, and you know they they can come out and this could be a real big upset. Um, mm. By the Warriors. Well, it could be. I don't. I don't believe it will be, but um, it could be. That's for sure. I'm tipping the the, the uh, Knights to, to keep. Yeah, I'm I'm tipping the Knights, but I still think the Warriors can can keep pulling a few, uh, you know, good performances here and there, and surprises. Mm. Mm. I think it, the one thing that the that um, 
O'Brien will be happy with about his performance of, the, of his team was the defence. Yeah. You know, if you, if you yes. can keep it down like they they have done in a couple of their wins, then that, that, that's well, that's you can good. forgive the other part then. Yeah, um, if, there's if a lot defend. more. There's a lot more to come with this attack. I would, would have yeah. thought. Okay, well, I'm tipping the Knights. You're tipping Knights. Knights. Saturday night, big game for the Sharks uh, after they got towelled up by the Panthers. Ooh. So the Sharks are hosting the Cowboys. They can't afford to lose this one, Cronulla, because they do have. They do have quite a few teams on 12 competition mm. points, including the Warriors, including Manly, including the Dragons, including West Tigers. They don't want to slip up against uh, the Cowboys, who welcome Valentine Holmes back, which is going to be a big addition for them. The, the Cronulla Sharks were very disappointing. Totally outplayed by Totally uh, outplayed. Um, I, I would have, I thought it was going to be a lot closer, but uh, yeah, the, the juggernaut or the Panthers got them. They just... There's no come nowhere near them. Uh, they, they'd be very disappointed in that performance. They would, and Sean Johnson's back uh, to play at halfback, so that's a big thing. Connor Tracy replacing Matt Moylan. And Britton Nakora returns in the back row. So that's... Yeah, that's all. It gets them back there. Yeah, see, uh, Johnson and Nakora are a very good combination together. So that's, that's going to be a danger for the Cowboys on that edge. There's a lot to like about the Cowboys. They keep having a crack, but... Uh, Unfortunately, they lack a bit of spark out wide. Valentine Holmes is going to um, provide that. The hammer's out, unfortunately, and mm. so that's a blow for the um, the Cowboys. Can't see the Cowboys winning it with Tamalolo also out. Oh, gee, no, no. Well, uh, I, yeah, I, I can't see that either, Joel. Um, I I think they've lost a couple. The Sharks have gained some very important players back this week. So the Sharks for me. Yeah, well, Val Holmes is a big in, but Taumalolo is a huge out. out yeah. yeah, and that's that's going to be enough for me to say definitely the Sharks. Panthers hosting the West Tigers at Panthers Stadium. Well, it's all or nothing now for the Tigers. <laughs> well, I don't see them making the eight, but they have to win a game like this if they're going to have any chance. And the way Penrith's playing, I can't see that happening. Uh, especially after the Tigers' performance last week uh, and the Panthers' performance. So definitely the Panthers here. I think they'll be all over them. I think so too. I mean, they're going to miss kick out. It's suspended and Coruscant has got a calf injury. Um, but they've been able to get around that uh, with Liotta starting at prop. J- James Fisher-Harris is moving back to lock and Isaiah Yo to an edge. Yeah. Um, Mitch Kenny's come into dummy half. Look, I still think I still think the Panthers is going to be too good. Uh, the good thing for the West Tigers, Harry Grant's back at hooker. Yeah, well, that, that's a bonus. Because they have missed him. Um, but, you know, um, they... they that's not an excuse that uh, the the coach would like, but because uh, yeah, he wants a performance from everyone in that team, and they've been a bit lackluster to be honest. Mm, they're disappointing. Yeah. They're, they're, in a game that had so much riding on it at Leichhardt Oval, yeah, they just got blown off the park by the Roosters, and, and then they rallied, but then the Roosters rallied again. So, yeah. uh, the, I think I think their season's over to be honest. Their, their draws yeah. are n- a, a nightmare. Um, and they, they can't afford to lose any games, and it, it's just too hard for them. Yeah. I think, Penrith, I think you're right. Penrith to go on their merry way. Without a doubt. Confident. <clears throat> the, f- the final game of the rounds up at Sunshine Coast. I'll be covering that for NRL.com. It's the Storm versus the Sea Eagles. Now, Des looked... He, he looked... How would you describe him in the press <laughs> conference after the game? Uh, yeah, I, I, I saw that press conference. He was breathing quite heavily, wasn't he? Uh, and uh, He was. <laughs> I think he wanted to explode, Joel. I think that was... That was like a, you know, it was like Krakatoa. Just, but he just, he did well. He held back. 
He did did do very well. I thought, yeah. That that's I've not seen Manly be that poor. Yeah. I haven't seen them be that poor for a long, long time. I I really can't think of a time they were they played as poorly as that. Well, especially the way they've been playing this year. Yeah. Um. You know, because we all expected, oh, we'll we'll get a close match here. Manly will go down, but they'll throw something at them. But they had nothing. It was yeah, very unmanly like. It was very unmanly like. It was completely embarrassing to be honest, watching it. And South Sydney tore them to ribbons. Yeah, they did. And and you wouldn't have thought that that I I, I wouldn't have thought that about South Sydney. I think I might have backed South Sydney, but I never ever thought Manly let them do what they did. I thought it was going to be a close game. Yeah, but it, it wasn't. Um, so we're looking at um, the Melbourne Storm. There's a, a, a significant in here, um, uh, Steve, and. <laughs> <laughs> actually, more. And than who one. is that? There's more than one. Actually, there's two Camerons making. <laughs> yeah, oh no, no. So Smith, Cameron Smith, back um, from a shoulder injury. Munster back from a knee. Uh, Jerome Hughes back from a groin. Oh, what, three. Um, yeah, three back. Well, yeah. look out, the poor Manly. Sorry, See. make that four. Jesse Bromwich. I mean, <laughs> Brandon <laughs> Smith's uh, is out with a broken jaw. I tell you what, that's four good ends in that team. That that sort of just that that just yeah shows to me that. They'll, they'll be unstoppable up there. Joel Thompson's back from that horrible tongue injury in the back mm. row. Um, so th- that's one good in for Manly. But uh, that that's bad news for opposition sides with the, the Melbourne Storm getting some of their big guns back. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, look, even their, their uh, 40-0 loss last week, whatever it was, you know, Bellamy wouldn't be happy with it. But with the team he had, um, I think he'd be happy to take take a win, especially against Parramatta, that they'll have that all turned around this week, without yeah. a doubt. I'm looking forward to watching Darren Shonig play again, the big fella for off the bench from the Melbourne Storm. I, yep. I, I really uh, liked some of the things I saw from him. He didn't see a lot of game time, but um, he's, he's an interesting um, player. Where do they get big body? Where do they get these big bodies Well, he's from? like the Hulk. He's, he's like the mini Hulk. <laughs> where, where do they get him from, Paul Bunn? Where do you find mi- him? I shouldn't say mini Hulk. He's, he's big enough. But like, he is the Hulk. Yeah, wow. I, I thought, I want to see more of this guy uh, play. Just, I think they're warming up, Steve, Melbourne Storm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, look, I, I, I can't see uh, Manly getting near him, especially after last week's performance, unless Desi's coming up with some special um, you know, speech. There's uh, Frank injury to Moses Sully, who's out for the season. Uh, okay. That's um, that's big blow. He's, yeah. like, uh, the Manly back line really is, doesn't do it for me. No, like I look at their, depleted, I look at their pot pack and Travojevic, Siren and Thompson to power Fenua Blake and Danny Levi. That's a good pack. You know, they've got Cherry Evans and Cade Custer. They go well, but their back line just doesn't doesn't have the strike that yeah. you need. Um, so I just can't see anything other than a big Melbourne win here. Yeah, same at, at the sunny coast. Yeah. Okay, that's um, there's another game on Sunday. That's uh, that's that's Sunday. Mm-hmm. At four o'clock, but we've got a six thirty game this Sunday, uh, so that one's being played down at GIA Stadium, where the Raiders are hosting the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs very disappointing last week. The yeah. Raiders warming up. I, I think they're going to give a red hot crack at getting into the top four. It's going to be a battle royale between them and the Roosters. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I, I, Parley's play. We talked about that. Superhuman. Uh, but Jack Whiten was outstanding last yeah. week. And Ricky a, said he was his best. Yeah, well, Jack Whiten stood up. And, you know, he, he's probably the week before we had Bateman step up. That's the thing. This is a team that has... You know, Bateman probably didn't 
didn't play nowhere near as good as he did uh, the week before. Mm. Um, but then you got White and putting your hand up. And Papali's just been consistent all year. Um, but, yeah, so that's what you want in the team. And um, so Georgie Williams, you know, he does the job for them and they, they're, they're looking good, Canberra. I love what Ricky's done with Saliva, Veely and Tom Starling uh, playing the, the dummy half yes. role with um, Josh Hodgson injured for the season. It's working for him, isn't it? It's, um, it's working really well. And Starling's a real player of um, promise. Yeah. I, I really like what I've seen from him so far as well. And uh, Ryan Sutton. He was outstanding. He, the, Ricky actually started him in the front row yep. last week. I thought he was outstanding for the. For he's, he's got some. He's another. He's picked up. He's got some big body boys. He's um, so you know you get those big big boys up the front. They make all the difference. Mm. Well, um, Kieran Foran's still going well for the yeah. Canterbury, but unfortunately, they just lacked uh, the, the 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 will. I think they lacked the will that the, the Warriors showed. Yeah. If there was one difference between the two sides, the Warriors wanted it more. Oh, you could see that, mm. Joel, and they just battered them in the end. I don't see anything other than a um, Canberra win here, Steve, and yeah, quite convincing. Yeah. I think we're seeing a massive gulf between the top four yeah. and particularly the bottom teams. Like, like I don't see any upsets coming, really. No. No, I think you're right, Joel, and... Um, you know, I think, yeah, no upsets. Um, as you say, the top four, you know, they're up there. They're at this level um, compared to the rest. Yeah, I just I, the only upsets I see coming are from teams like the Warriors. Yeah. like the Warriors seem capable of, of upsets. Yes, uh, but I, I just don't see any other team capable of no. that. That's why I think we're going to just going to see keep seeing the top eight move ahead. Yeah, and the bottom eight fall away. Uh, it's going to be a tussle for that wooden spoon, and well, it's we're, going to be, we're going to be in amongst it. Yeah, the Broncos and the Bulldogs will be one of them, I would imagine. Although the the, the Cowboys don't look like uh, winning too many games either. No, it's a shame. Two Queensland teams in that bottom echelon. Mm. <laughs> Who would have thought? Well, we didn't think no, so. No, we didn't at the start no, of the year. We had it totally wrong. Okay, Steve. Well, thanks. Thanks for your thoughts, and we'll catch up next week. And. Who knows what will have happened in the next week at the Broncos. Yeah, no worries, Joel.